The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Mike and Amber are next. Where are you at, kids? All right. Hit us with a celebration, ladies and gentlemen, or lady and gentleman. We ended up hiring another poor value matched employee this week. And she is rocking it. The So we have three employees total. The question I'm asking is about one. The other two, we're realizing they are more core value based employees than we ever thought we could hire. Breath of fresh air. Like when we're around them. I mean, it's just, you know, it feels good. They bring an energy with Mm -hmm. them that we're like, huh, we can trust you. You know, we can can train you because you're easy to train. You understand what we're saying. They're asking questions. They're not, oh, well, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how I'm, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, so we do. So first of all, Apple, you got to pull that out or have Lindsay pull that out of the celebration and share the key. That makes my whole, I love that even more than making money. And I love making money. Um, I want you guys to hear that. The core values-based thing is so, you said two things that I'm like, yes, that's perfect. What I'm constantly screaming about and trying to communicate, you guys did so well. One, we had people we enjoy working with. So it's the difference between these guys suck and I hate them. They make me miserable to these guys don't suck and I don't hate them and they don't make me miserable. That's good. But you skipped that entirely and went to, I hate these people that make me want to punch somebody to, I love these people. And when I get to go to work, I really enjoy seeing them. Everything. Like when you do weekly parties, monthly, uh, uh, weekly, weekly meetings, monthly parties, quarterly reviews with people you love. And you're like, I want to do life with you guys. Turnover drops off a cliff. Customer complaints go down your way, your experience, your business goes up, like everything happens. So that was the first thing you said. I'm so proud of you. Second thing is, you know what they look like. So the problem is these people might've come through your funnel before and you wouldn't have known what you were missing because you didn't know how to identify it. Now that you've got verbiage of like, have fun, make money, be real, help out, obviously insert your own core values. You can be like, oh my God, that's you. But before you didn't know what it looked like. So you couldn't see it. Now you can see it clearly. That is such a huge skill. That's going to serve you in every business till the end of time. Like my core values guys haven't changed in 15 years. Have fun, make money, be able to help out. I've This is my third or fourth multi-million dollar company I've run with those core values. So the cool thing is the work that you're doing now, if you keep this company for 20 years and start six other companies, it's going to be the same thing because your core values will be exactly the same and you'll start seeing them over and over. You'll start doing this with your friends and family, like who you want to spend time with in your personal life. You're like, yeah. not a core <laughs> values match. I don't know that we need to spend time. So I'm just, that's a game. That's a life changer for you guys. I'm so proud of you. That is, It really is because yeah. I'm not sure if you remember Sorry. I'm not sure if you remember, but when we first started, we had employees that we were help ticking you at like midnight. Like (laughs) what in the world? (laughs) Now, what a flip to a month in. And well, the best aspect that I think of it is, is that they're actually able to see who would be a good core value match for us. And it's funny because out of the three, there's one that we're starting to We've seen some behavior that's just like yeah, that leads into our first question. And um, the the core value match employees are like, hey, I really don't want to work with them. Like it's just they complain. They they just they don't seem like a good fit for your guys's company. So um, let, me, let me make a comment. I want anyone to miss this. We think 
and where I've done this myself so wrong. This I love sharing stuff. I'm like, I've done it wrong and it cost me. You guys don't have to learn from my mistakes. You don't have to pay the same stupid tax I paid. You can like skip the whole thing. So we think when we let a B or C player hang out on our A team, sounds like you have a D player. I want to take it even harder. A B player. When you've got real A players and there's a B player on the team and you don't fire them. I'm not saying you treat them nice. I'm not saying you say everyone be like the B player. You just don't fire them. You just keep, just live your life. And we think we can do that. And then they know, they know, they know, they know, they know. And when you don't fire them, you're like, I'm not doing anything. Oh, yes, you are. Every day you don't fire them. You're telling everybody non-verbally, we accept this kind of behavior. This is completely acceptable. And then the A players get bummed out. They're like, why am I working my face off when this knucklehead's half-assing the whole thing? And they leave. And it's like, whose fault is it? Is it the A? No, your fault. So, so glad that you're seeing it. And I just want you guys to know, not doing anything is screaming something, right? That, like this group is amazing. Let's say someone just had a bad attitude every time was always kinking up the deal. I wouldn't call them out obviously in public, but if I just didn't say anything, let that person continue in their group and hundreds of people in, we haven't had to kick anyone out yet, but maybe today will be the day. Um, that's saying something. You're like, oh, it's okay for this attitude, this whatever to show up. By, you know, like, but I didn't say anything, it's not, but, but I did. So Really good that you guys are seeing it and really good that you guys are owning it. So the question you had is, how do we let them go? Super easy. Well, first, I'll read the whole thing. Who want to let an employee go we thought was a core values, but after her working interview, her attitude changed. Other employees don't want to work with her. So typically, I'm not going to let them go. I'm going to have a core values-based conversation. So, hey, Amber, I'll pick on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to use my core values because I've got them memorized. Obviously, there's lots of opportunities out there in the world for you. Um, and you pick this one. My understanding was because you really want to have fun, make money, be real and help out. You can make 20 bucks an hour, whatever your rate is anywhere, but you're here because you want to have fun, make money, be real and help out. Is that correct? You're going to say yes or no. If you say no, easy peasy. Great. Let's find another opportunity where what you really want, the rules that you want to follow match up with the, the job right now. It seems like we're doing this and you're doing that. That's not fair to either of us. Let's find you an opportunity that you can fit in perfectly. But if they say, yeah, absolutely. That's it. Awesome. Let's go through that, Amber. So we've had, and by the way, I do not tolerate any, um, say Mike's talking crap about you, which would be weird since you're married, but let's just say (laughs) (laughs) you're both employees and Mike comes to me like, I don't want to work with Amber. She's blah, 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 Mike, let's get Amber. And if he goes, yeah, we probably should. We got a problem with Amber probably. We'll find out. We're going to talk about it, but it's probably Amber. When Mike goes, no, 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 I don't, uh, uh. You know who the problem is? It ain't Amber. It's freaking Mike. Mike's gossiping the crap out of this thing. So always we have on my team, always for 10 years. I don't hear any crap about anyone else. You want to grab them, you can say whatever you want. Be real is a core value. But be mm-hmm. real is if it's real, Mike, you sit in front of Amber's face. If you don't want to do it, you're not real. You're full of crap. So you're violating a be, a be real and to help out. You're, you're violating all of our core values. So if the two people that don't want to work with her are just talking. And by the way, when I listen to that, that's also something. Right. Because if Mike's like, she's this and she's that, and I don't like her and she's a pain in the ass. And but 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 I go, yeah, I get it. And I just, even if I say nothing, I just listen to it. I've just told Mike, I tolerate that. Other people could be talking shit about you and I'll listen. So I'm, you see what I'm saying? Just by just silently sitting there, I am telling Mike something that's not a good message. Mike, no, no, nobody talks about my employees like that or anyone on the team. If Amber comes to me and talk that crap, I'm not going to tolerate it from her and I'm not going to tolerate it from you. Let's grab Amber. And if he backs off, he just told me a lot. And if he goes, yeah, we probably need Amber. He should be excited about it, but he he's like, yep, that's where we need to be. That tells me a lot. So first and foremost, make sure you guys aren't engaging in gossip. And if you did, you need to make it right. So you need to go. So back. I don't, I don't think it was gossip because he was actually super professional. It was like, 
how it was like, okay, they worked together for two days. How is it going? And his comment was, if she's going to hold me back from getting my bonus. Let's go grab her. Okay. That okay. is not professional at all. That's okay. not, I'm, <laughs> gossip is gossip. Well, it, it, I don't feel like it was gossip just because we were trying to. I define gossip as any, I don't. Yeah. It, yeah. That's complete gossip. If he's going to, I'm just saying he's not, he's doing a shitty job and I don't like it. Great. That's fine. Let's get okay. Mike in here. Mike has a mm-hmm. right to say, that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. So let's just grab him. Okay. And again, it's so easy. It's such a reasonable request. I'm not saying give me a kidney. I'm saying if you'd like to say something. And now the reverse is not true. If I'm like, Mike, let me tell you about Amber. I love this lady. She's the best. I'm so glad she's in the program. I'll talk that kind of crap behind anyone's back all the time. We're totally cool. <laughs> if it's anything yeah. negative about any other human, they need to be in the room, period. That's got So you don't have to label it gossip. That's the standard. If you want to say anything less than glowing about any other human, bring them in. Okay. Period. End of sentence. Can do. So I think the main focal point. With oh, that so hold on, let me finish. So if you did say, if that person said that to you, you need to go make it right. Mike, I'm so sorry. I got to be honest with you, brother. You earlier said that you felt Amber was holding you back from your bonus. That was, I shouldn't have listened to that um, without Amber in the room. So if you want to have that conversation, I'm struck. I'm striking it from the record, right? Amber wasn't here. So I'm going to pretend it never happened. My fault. And I, and I, I shouldn't have done that. I won't, that won't happen again. That said, if you've got a legitimate concern about Amber, let's all talk about it. So if if you'd like to have that conversation, let's have it. Let's grab Amber. So I need to make it right. Because again, I've listened to gossip, which is in my, I'm just as culpable as the gossiper. Like do that with my wife. If you're like, I saw your wife doing, I'm like, that's my wife to ever. We want to grab her. You can say what you want, but I will not tolerate even you guys. If someone kind of try to talk crap about you, I wouldn't tolerate that. I'm like, I love Mike and Amber. How dare you say something? I'm not, that's not going to fly in front. You want to get them in front. We can talk, but don't you ever talk about my friends like that. So be, you gotta be a loyal person. Cool. Um, So first and foremost, I don't know if we're going to need to let them go. Certainly if there's been no, now, if I see something happening, that's different. That's not gossip. That's personal experience. But if Mike's talking, that's, crap, that, was that was the circumstance. So sorry. Well, let's say yeah. so you but the two two things can be true at once. Amber could have been wrong talking crap about Mike, who was wrong. And mm. I could have listened about Mike, a, a truthful thing where he was wrong, and Amber and I are still wrong. Even though Mike mm-hmm. did something bad and we talked about it behind his back, still wrong, even if he did it. Just because he did it doesn't make us okay. So I yeah. still need to make it right with Amber and probably you and apologize for listening to gossip. And then I could still go, Mike, you know, and I'm gonna go anyway. Hey, let's go talk, and then I'm gonna go. So I, if Amber's like, I don't want to have that conversation, I'm like, okay, that's stricken from the record. But if for my mental, I'm literally going to forget about it like it didn't happen. But if I see you doing something, now I'm going to have that conversation. So like I said, Amber, you're here because you want to have fun, make money, be real, help out. Correct? Correct. Great. Well, I got to be honest with you. Uh, at the weekly meet, I'm just going to make up you, whatever you saw, insert that. At the weekly meeting, everyone else was really engaged and you had your arms folded and were kind of distant. For me, that wasn't fun. And I think I was trying to run a meeting and have fun with everybody. I felt like you were sucking everyone, the life out of the room. Talk to me. Are you are you not having fun? Or was you just having a bad day? Great. Because um, again, if it's their core values, they're going to fix it immediately. Because again, one of my core values is to be real. And if you see me being fake and bullshitty and you call me on it, if it's your value you're trying to impose on me, I'm going to fight you. But because I believe in being real, I don't like it. I'm going to immediately self-correct because I'm like, oh, I don't think that's a good look on me anyway. So you're not trying to get me to do what you want. You have no luck. You're not going to have any success in that. You're going to try and encourage me to do what I already want to do. And if I don't want to do it, you'll know I don't want to do it. Because if I say, I'm into the truth, Amber, always tell the truth, but I'm constantly freaking lying. You'll be like, you're not. I don't care what you say. You, you don't. And then we're going to part. We're going to part friends. You're going to kick me off the team. But if I 
had a bad day, which we all do, or I said something that wasn't completely real or whatever. And I'm like, God dang it. I'm so sorry, Amber. Thank you. How do I need to make that right? That's a different kettle of fish. So just bring it up to them and just go through core value by core value. Do you feel like this activity that you did was having fun and you want to have fun? This isn't me trying to get you to have fun. You said you wanted to have fun. So do you think it's a lot of fun when you're sitting doing this or, you know, yelling at the employee, whatever the hell they did? No, I don't think it was fun. Okay. So what do you think? How should we go forward with this? You know what? Even if I have a bad day at home or I'm at it, you know, Mike, I'm going to, I'm not going to be a shit about it. I'm going to show up the way I need to do. Great. How about making money? You think at the meetings, if you're all fussy or whatever, and I'm just making that up, insert whatever, is that going to make you more money or less money? <laughs> the team, if you're crabby and always doing this thing, you, is the team going to make more money or less? Got it. Be, re- be real. When you signed up, I got to be honest with you, Amber, you were the sweetest pie. We were so excited. You were acting one thing. And now I can feel like it's, I got a whole different lady here. What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah. You see how there's not a lot of judgment. There's just curiosity. Yeah. Questions. Okay. And I'm I've, with you. In a hundred hundreds of employees, I can't, I'm sure it's happened once or twice. I don't recall ever having a core values-based conversation about the same thing twice. Because they either self-correct because, again, if you if I'm not being real with you and you call me on it, I'm like, God dang it, I'm going to fix it. You don't have to tell me again because that's who I am. And if I'm not real and I'm like, ah, I guess they really do these core values. This isn't just shit that they said and I, I can just sneak in. I'm going to leave anyway because I don't want to be a part of this because I know you're just going to yell at me all the time. I don't like that. So it's shocking how quickly they self-resolve when you have those conversations. Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. So question two is, is do you want to take it with the commercial? Um, so LSA ad came in today um, for a commercial bid. Um, but it's not our niche. So I'm curious on whether it's five, five nights a week. So, uh, real quick, let me just give you the standard. Red, yellow, green. Green is your niche. 100% of your time, effort, and money in marketing go to your green clients. Yellow is not your niche, but you can and will help them. For us, our yellow is carpet cleaners, pressure washers, window cleaners. Um, they're not who we market to but we can absolutely transform their business and we will help them. Anyone that doesn't do some sort of onsite clean, a realtor, a car dealership, a thousand other businesses, the answer is no. So you've got to, don't do it person, guys, gals, everyone, not just Mike and Amber. Don't every time someone comes up, go, oh, I've got to make this decision. It's too hard and you make bad decisions. Decide first and foremost, my red, yellow, green. And then just, then you just put them in the bucket. So for okay. you guys, for me, if I were you, red would be, would be um, any one-time clean or any move in, move out, construction cleanup, any one-time thing. I'm just, for me, that would be red. If you guys want to keep it yellow for a minute, fine. But, you know, by the end of the year, it would be red. Um, are you guys going to do commercial or residential? Residential. Okay. So all commercial or red. So if this is a five-day, it's fine. It doesn't matter. There's people that would probably be, give me 50 or 100 grand to help them build their non-cleaning business. I say no. Just like I was talking about Charlene, if I'm in for the quick grab, I'm sure I can make more money today, but long-term, I've got a multi-million dollar thing here, really focused on one thing. And if you guys hear I'm doing this and that, and I wasn't telling you, I wasn't being real, screw the whole thing up, right? So, and again, if it was a friend, I'd do it for free, but like taking on a client and taking their money to do it, I just wouldn't do it. So again, it's long-term, short-term. So no, I've got, yeah. if, if you are residential and that's your thing, it's going to be red. It's just, it's too much work. Like, could I be awesome at teaching construction companies how to grow? Probably. 
Could I be awesome at this? Definitely. Could I be awesome at both at the same time? No. Isabel was saying the energy of all I do is, is car dealers. She could just be the best in the world. And it's a son of a bitch to compete with. I'm a really good marketer. If I give her six, nine months just doing car dealers and I come into her market as me just trying to start a cleaning company, not car dealership specific, having a lot more experience in marketing and probably more money than she has, she's still going to beat me when she should beat the crap out of me when it comes to a car dealer. I'm smarter. I have more money. I've got more experience. I've got everything. How can she win? Because all she does, Anthony Robbins is a way better coach than me. Not when it comes to growing a cleaning company, not <laughs> better at that one little thing. And you know, how can I compete with them on any other level? So again, short-term, might you make a couple bucks and be happier and like it for the next one to six months? Maybe. If you're really going to build something, it, it goes right into the same thing as the uh, move-in move-outs. Like if, if it's a cash grab, you just want to make a couple bucks now. It's like eating seeds if you're hungry. Like, well, if you plant the seeds, you can have you know apples forever. <laughs> but if you eat the seeds, will you be full today? Sure. <laughs> so in commercial would be eating the seeds of your business. Like, oh, here's some cash. I'm going to eat it up right now. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Sorry. Usually when I give shitty, not shitty advice, but not not popular advice, like that, people are thankful. So glad that you take the, the easy advice as long as well as the hard advice. Yeah, absolutely. It gets us off the teeter-totter and, and just it makes things more finite. So that that re- it alleviates stress. <laughs> yeah, it really does. So, well, let me encourage you. There's some things I won't fight you on. Like if you're like, I want to do flat rate as opposed to hourly, like you teach, I'd be like, I think it's better and here's why, but you're fine. There's lots of things. If you're like, I want to do it this way, not that way. I'm like, that's fine. The things I'll fight you on are niche, core values, 45% cost of goods sold. There's certain things I'm just like, I've done this long enough. I promise. Here, I'll give you a, the reason I learned this. I had a company that was seven, 800 grand at its top. And I could never get to a million. I was working so hard. This is before my first million dollar company. And we manufactured stuff, fabric. We could do anything with fabric. So we did like big party tents for rental companies. You know, those big tents. We, we did like, yeah. actually the, the aviator. If you ever saw that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, we made all the tents in that. So, and it felt good and sexy because we did tents. And maybe that thing did a hundred, 200 grand a year. And then we made these freaking awnings for other manufacturers. And we made shade structures for other manufacturers. We made bags for guns that were custom. And we made these big covers for oil refiners that had these big holes in there. Just all sorts of bags for video equipment, just random fabric crap. And I mm-hmm. had these like, three or four or five little like 50 to $250,000 businesses. And I never got anywhere. And when my wife, this is 20 years ago, been married to Natalie, 13 years, not Natalie. When my now 25 year old, you know, extra, you know, removed ex-wife left. um, I was just bankrupt emotionally and mentally and financially I was done. So I Mm -hmm. didn't make a great business decision. I was like, I just can't handle any of this shit. (laughs) So I just picked one thing and I'll be danged if that thing didn't go to a million in less than 18 months. And that was my first seven figure sale. We made a crap ton of money. And it was because we just did one thing. And I'll say we did just commercial shade structures and we started, our average job was like $5,000 because we didn't have the expertise. A couple of years in, or, or when I sold it, I don't, I don't know what the progression was. When we sold it, our average job was probably 100, 150 grand and we'd done like a million dollar project. And we made a crap ton of money because there was a bunch of people doing little jobs that were all backyard kind of people that we were, we could do all the million dollar jobs that they couldn't. And the only other competitors above us were doing like 60 to hundred million a year. So we could bid it just, we had this beautiful little thing. We we're making so much freaking money because we charge way more than these guys, but way less than those guys. So we just got this, our margins were insane because I had a little tiny niche. So 
in a sense that I've just noticed niche, 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 and then niche some more. So it's none of this stuff I'm telling you is stuff I read in a book, although I've read a lot of books and I probably have read in a book. It's all stuff I've done over and over. And I've, again, I paid the stupid tax. You're paying me to go, hey, can I give you a 10 grand and save the million dollars of stupid mistakes, multi-million of mistakes you made? I'm like, yes, I think that would be very smart. So that one I'll fight you on. There's when I can go, eh, here's what I do, but figure it out and get kicked in the teeth of your own. It's no big deal. This won't be a, you know, like your kids, you'll let them do yeah. something stupid and kind of get hurt, but you won't let them stand in front of traffic. Right. So right. Right, doing not niching is for your business running out in traffic. Like it's a big deal. I'll fight John. Cause it's that big of a deal. Okay. Thank you. Like, seriously. Thank you. This is why <laughs> we have you, Mike. It's, it's so true. And it's not the sexy stuff. We all want to like, what's the perfect software? How do I get leads? There's all the sexy fun stuff that we'll, we can talk about, but the boring 45% cost of goods sold, run it with your core values, niche down. Like it's so boring, but it's, that's the stuff that makes you a bunch of money. So prior to you guys for being so coachable is a short version of that story. Oh, we, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. <laughs> right, we'll keep everything coming. I'm so proud of the. You guys are just great. You, you give me the day. Every time we the talk. day is coming where we will be excited because we have reoccurring residential, and I can't wait for that day. So it's coming. The cool thing is they're the easiest to get. You just haven't cracked it. So it's one of those things. Once you figure it out, you're like, that's all it takes to get the right people. So it's fine if it takes you a minute to get your first and even your second or third. But once you've got your funnel working, you're like, oh, I can pick these up five, ten. I can pick them up in bunches. It's not a big deal. We look forward to it. Thank you, Mike. We'll keep you posted. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me. But like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.